<laughs> Welcome to Mistresses of Murder. I have Cheyenne with me today, which is super awesome and how we're going to try to do it always. Um, this one we have recorded how many times, Cheyenne? Four times we've messed it up or so something's went wrong. <laughs> and then me and you yeah. are. So we're trying again. We have the faithful computer with us and we're trying to do better. So... This is Cheyenne's story, and it takes place in South Carolina, and it is the story of Donald Henry Gaskins. Or Pee Wee. That's what he likes to be Pee-wee. called. Anyways. I don't think he likes it. Okay. <laughs> so, let's dive in. Go ahead, like. Go ahead, Cheyenne. <laughs> All right. So, this is a story of a nice little 5 foot 5 inch tall man that weighs 130 pounds. That's why they call him Pee Wee. His name is Donald Henry Gaskins, and he was born on March 13, 1933, in Florence County, South Carolina. His mom did not care about him at all. At age one, he accidentally drank some kerosene, and he started to have intermittent convulsions. And he had those for years afterwards. He later blamed those on why he did what he did. He's just a piece of garbage person. Drinking kerosene's bad, but I know your dad drank a bottle of liquid gold one time. We had to feed him Mildock creamer, and he puked for fucking all night, but it didn't make him that way. liquid gold? Liquid gold was furniture polish, <laughs> and it was nasty. It stuck to high heavens. I don't know why anybody would drink it, but I was like, he did what? <laughs> well, he was only one when he drank it. I think Chris was. So I was nine, so he was four. Oh, jeez. I would think that one you mama might have helped. Yeah. Yeah, just saying. That'd be kind of unusual. <laughs> so maybe mom was worse than we thought. But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he never knew who his real dad was, but he was physically abused by his mom and her various boyfriends. Which is nasty. Yeah. You know, so I, was single. Man. <laughs> I was single for years, and there's nothing wrong with having a man in your life. But Jesus Christ, don't drag your kids through the mud with them. Honestly, I, yeah. I just think that's ridiculous. Unless you're going to marry that fool... Please don't bring your children around them. It's just not the right thing to do. And let them do whatever they want to. In my opinion. Or let them babysit. I always wonder why that was a thing. Yeah, Yeah, no, sure. The mothers... I I don't know if she just never talked to him, really, besides, like, just screaming at him or what. But he never knew his full legal name until he was, like, a preteen and he was in court for a bunch of assaults and stuff he did with his friends that's when he finally learned what his real name was I, and my name is not Wee. this no. is strange <laughs> <laughs> but yes nickname Wee for a small size he was bullied so much that he ended up dropping out at just 11 uh, his daughter later on he has a daughter doesn't really talk too much about the wife they probably maybe yeah. weren't married but even if they were yeah she probably yeah. ran fast and hard I, I would have no, but no. I wouldn't have dated a 5 foot 530 pound man no offense to all you little fellas out there just to know for me <laughs> she already knew he was a bad guy said uh, that he was always doing something he wasn't supposed to do and that he used to get whippings a lot now she said her grandma told her about the whipping thing uh, yeah, because I wouldn't have let her around my grandma either. What was this mom thinking? Exactly. Well, I don't know if it was... Getting weapons a lot must mean that it was his mom. Yeah, it would have had to been. I mean, it wasn't like the wife or girlfriend who yeah. said Bonnie. Yeah. Or I, maybe she got around him when she got older, just wanted to see what it was, what they were like. Although I think that dad would have explained a lot of that for <laughs> you, but go ahead. <laughs> he started working at a local garage where he met two other dropouts 
who they started a gang. He started a gang with called the Trouble Trio. They committed burglaries, assaults, rapes, stuff like that. They would even assault, like, little boys. That's just gross. Yeah. At 13, he was robbing a home. A young girl walked in and caught him, and so he hit her over the head with an axe and left her there to die. She didn't die, though. She survived. Yeah. She survived, and she was okay enough to identify him. He was found guilty, and um, he was for assault with a deadly weapon, and he was sent to a reform school until he was 18. But while he was incarcerated, he was gang-raped by 20 boys, and then agreed to service the the dorm's boss boy, which I guess is the main head honcho guy. The main bad guy, (laughs) not really the jailer, but yeah. In exchange for protection. He tried to escape numerous times. He only succeeded once, and on that one time, he escaped, went and married a 13-year-old girl, and then turned himself back in and finished out his sentence and was released at 18. You gotta love the South that time frame. Yep. <laughs> he then started working on a tobacco farm, uh, but then he started stealing um, and selling the crop, and then on the side, he was also charging people fines for starting barn fires so people could get the insurance money. Nice. Yeah, well, you, know, you gotta make a living if you don't want to work. Yep. <laughs> Uh, he ended up telling another teenager, a teenage girl, about what he was doing, and she laughed at him. And I don't think he liked That's that. That's a problem for him, being a little fella. He's yeah. got little man disease. <laughs> he ended up splitting her skull open with a hammer, and he was sent away to South Carolina State Penitentiary, where he was, again, sexually assaulted, enslaved by a gang leader. But he put it into that when he... Um, slit uh, another inmate's throat and so he got everybody's respect and they're like oh wow we're not going to mess with you anymore little peewee guy super have the sniffles <laughs> don't you yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah little people they, they go two ways either they settle in okay or they get that little chip on their shoulder and they think they got to whoop everything <laughs> this guy likes to bonk people in the head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness I can't even... Not a good fit <laughs> for me, but yeah, whatever. I sort of just picture this short little guy walking around just, like, beating people <laughs> in the head. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Okay. He was convicted of manslaughter and spent six months in solitary confinement. He has spent the next 20 years in and out of prison. He escaped a bunch of times, always found and sent back, obviously. He's not the brightest peach. In September 1969... Donald started his actual murder spree. He picked up a female hitchhiker and he was propositioning her for sex. She laughed at him, which we all know he does not like. He yeah, doesn't care for it. Here we go again. <laughs> so he ended up uh, beating her unconscious and then sodomized her. And that's when he realized, you know, I kind of like this game. Well, it's kind of fun. A piece of shit. <laughs> it's fun for me. Yeah. So after that, he kept all of his victims alive for multiple days. He ended up drowning one in a swamp. You know, having fun. You know. What a sick fuck. <laughs> uh, later on, Gaskin described his this murder as a vision into the bothersome feelings that haunted him throughout his life. The following year, November 1970, Gaskin raped and murdered his 15-year-old niece and her best friend. Yeah, no blood ties there, huh? Yeah, 
that made me so frustrated. I mean, obviously, everything he did made me frustrated. But obviously, but still, what did yeah. your fifteen-year-old niece do to you? Bro? Yeah, <laughs> she better probably turn him down. Probably. Or laughed at him, you know. That's a thin skinned motherfucker. I giggled. He don't like me about that. One more person loves to be bitched. It took years for him to become a suspect because in 1973, around that time, people were viewing him as a strange but harmless short little fella. In that one, <laughs> nobody ran us. Nobody even considered that he's been to prison, but he's just a little guy, you know. Even after he purchased a hearse, and on the back of it, it said, We own anything, living or dead. He didn't work at a funeral home. He just purchased a hearse and thought it was fun. So, yep. <laughs> people still were like, Ah, he's cool. What's he's he a dumbass. He's a fella. Don't laugh, though. Don't laugh. By 1975, Gaskin said he killed around 80 people along the South Carolina Highway. Still think that's an exaggeration. Probably so. When 13 year old Kim Gelkins vanished, in 1975, authorities first thought he might have had something to do with it. So, they didn't think he was so innocent. Nope. Because before she disappeared, she had told people that she already knew Gaskins because there was this one time he lured her into the country and said they were going to go on a vacation together, but instead he raped and tortured her. Lovely. I don't know exactly why... He wasn't arrested for that. Yeah, I don't quite understand either. Because obviously she told people about it. Because people right. were like, hey, you know, there's this Gaskins dude who <laughs> beat her. <laughs> but uh, no, he wasn't caught for that. But then she went missing. And so then they're like, yeah, it might have been him. So he was finally caught. But he was only caught after this ex-con that was helping him named Walter Neely. Led, him, led the cops to eight of the corpses that Gaskin killed. On April 26, 1976, Pee Wee Gaskins was finally arrested. He claimed up to like 90 bodies on top of the eight that they found. Again, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he said that some were random hitchhikers while others were professional hit jobs. He God. told the judge that there are quite a few that have never been mentioned, but you've got enough for now. That just sounds smug. You've got enough for now. It's all right. You don't You'll need to be good. <laughs> You're already going to send me away for life. They were unable to substantiate his claims, obviously, and thought he was just bragging. But his daughter, Shirley, remains confident that he was telling the truth. And that he killed all those people. To be fair, if I heard that my father did, in fact, kill even four people. Or raped his niece. That makes a special kind of ugly and her best friend. I would probably be like, no, he's probably telling the truth. He's He's pretty sketchy, bro. (laughs) I'm just sketch with that is he probably has killed a lot of people. I'm not saying that he hadn't, but 80. That's a lot. You know, I've been to South Carolina. (laughs) Any dead bodies hanging around me. I'm like, there's a lot of hunters and there's a lot of people like... It's like here in Indiana. You can't kill 100 people. People mushroom hunt here. They're going to find it, you know. Yeah. And they and they deer hunt. And I don't know. That would be hard for me to believe. But maybe. But like you said earlier, maybe they were found. They just weren't connected because they were killed in weird, like weird ways. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. So he was charged with eight counts of murder and was found guilty of the... F- found guilty on May 24th, 1976 and was sentenced to death... But they don't kill him in South Carolina yeah, right no. away. They decided in 1976 that the that South Carolina's death penalty was unconstitutional. But then it was reinstated in 78. He was still just going to spend the rest of his life in jail. He wasn't going to get killed. 
until he decided that he was going to accept a hit job on a fellow inmate. And that was to a Rudolf Tyner, who was in prison for murdering an elderly couple. The son of that elderly couple hired PB to kill him. He was the Tyner. I'm not saying he should have done that. I'm just saying I understand. Yeah. Like, I do. I get it. Because I really, if somebody killed our mom, yeah. Yeah, probably gonna have to kill him. But I wouldn't yep. do it myself. But if I couldn't, I guess I'd try to find resources. <laughs> no, no, but imagine them tying that to you. <laughs> right. Like, if I'm gonna go to prison, I might as well do it myself and not yeah, have exactly. to do it. <laughs> exactly. Now I get it. <laughs> so, uh, Tyner was in solitary confinement, so obviously that made it a little more difficult to get to him. He, Gaskin, tried to poison him first, but I guess Tyner never really ate his food. He would, like, eat it and then throw it up, or he would just not eat it. And so, Gaskin got, was on the phone with um, the son and was like, I'm going to need an electric cap and as much of a stick of dynamite as you can get me, bro. And I'm going to blow this bitch up. So, he got Tyner to trust him and he rigged a radio to explosives and convinced Tyner that it would help them communicate in their cells, which I think is funny. And instead, the dynamite. Yeah, both murders. I got no sympathy here. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I'm kind of cool with that. I'm just funny. Like you're going up to solitary confinement, and you're like, hey, so here's a walkie-talkie. You bro. can't <laughs> really go up to solitary confinement. So the reason he's saying you can communicate with me better is because you can't see them. They're not in bars. They're in confinement. So they're probably tapping on the walls. So how do you get them the radio? Hollering. That's how he tricked him. Uh, I would assume that they probably had a guard that would. You know, be about it. There's always one. Gross. I don't like that. I don't like that there that you that there are guards that help prisoners. Same as any good cops, bad cops everywhere. I know. I just hate that. Yeah, I know. Because they don't always do like. No, they don't do the right thing. (laughs) No, I get that. I mean, you remember Susan Smith? She was in South Carolina, ground her babies in that lake. Yeah. She got pregnant by a guard later and had a baby. Of course, they took it away. Thank the gods. But I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they don't really. There's not always. There's not always good people. (laughs) I really think there's on the right side of the law either. People talk about like police reform and stuff, but like I feel like there needs to be like a jail reform, prison reform. Oh well, and there should. (laughs) Yeah. There's so much wrong with the prison system. Um, dynamite. Blue tie pieces. <laughs> he gone. Gaskins then got his death sentence back. Whoop, whoop. The night before he was executed, he slashed his wrist. They gave him twenty stitches and then Which killed him the next day. Put him in the chair. Like Save some money. He's got to clean up a little bit. Put a bandaid on it. Move somebody else up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This guy's already dead, so I guess you can get the chair tomorrow. Right. Like they do for doctor's appointments. Cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> exactly. Donald Peeney Gaskins was executed in Broad River Correctional Institute on September 6, 1991. He has possibly dozens more victims that we don't really know about around South Carolina. But they... He's and there may be some that they could catch on him, but... When, yeah, you're never gonna know. It's just too hard. Even if you found bodies, you can't. You have to tie them. Yeah. And back then, it was pre DNA and any of that. So yeah, a long time ago. He said that he had a wrath against people who belong who wronged him. He did not even kill people that wronged him. First of all, <laughs> he just had a wrath against people. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the truth. You just a little guy with a big chip on your shoulder. <laughs> Want to do some killing? Cause you're nasty. <laughs> anyway. So please visit us at buymeacoffee.com/slash/mistresscindy. 
we are going to set up a Patreon thing, but we're going to get a little more firm on doing regular before we do that. Um, visit our website, www.mistressesandmurder.com. Um, give us messages. Email us at midwesternmistressesofmurder at gmail.com. Reach out. Find us on Facebook. Anywhere. Please, we want to get more involved. We want, we're trying to do better. We'd like everybody to try to reach out and we can interact. So, until we see you again, put you on the close side.